0: Dr. Bill Bright of Campus Crusade for Christ tells the story of a famous oil field called Yates Field. Yates Pool, sorry. During the Depression, this field was a sheep ranch owned by a man named Yates. Yates wasn't able to make enough on his ranching operation in West Texas to pay the principal and interest on the mortgage, So he was in danger of losing his ranch. With little money for clothes or food, his family, like many others, had to live on government subsidy. Day after day, he grazed his sheep on those West Texas hills. And like any of us would be, he was concerned about how he would pay his bills. And then... A seismographic crew from an oil company came into the area and told him there might be oil on his land. They asked permission to drill a wildcat well and he signed a lease contract. At just over 1,100 feet they struck a huge oil reserve. The first well came in at 80,000 barrels a day. And subsequent wells were more than twice as large. Thirty years later, after that first discovery, a government test of one of the wells showed it still had the potential of of a flow of 125,000 barrels of oil a day. And Mr. Yates owned it all. The day he purchased that land, he had also purchased the mineral and oil rights. And yet, he had been living on government relief. A multimillionaire living in poverty. The problem, as you see, is that he didn't know the oil was there, even though he owned it. For Christians... The Holy Spirit is that unending supply of oil. It's inside us, but sometimes we either don't know it or we forget that it's there. We live in spiritual poverty. We're not aware of our birthright and how rich we truly are. Well, you heard several passages from the New Testament, three of which were Jesus. And one of them, John 14, Jesus was preparing his followers to carry on his ministry after he was gone. And the Gospel of John records him as saying, "...the Father will give you another counselor to be with you forever." The Spirit of Truth. And most most versions will capitalize Spirit. The Spirit of Truth. Since Jesus would no longer be here to guide his disciples, the Holy Spirit takes his place. And Jesus then becomes even more powerful because he's not confined to one location or one crowd of people His power expands to all of us, not just his disciples, but well beyond to the the billions of people who believe in him today, including our band. The Spirit, then, is our counselor, one who draws a map for us when we stare at a fork in the road. And are unsure which direction to take. The Spirit also in the Bible is called our advocate. Some of you may have or maybe be familiar with CASA of Roanoke Valley. CASA provides, C A S A, court appointed special advocates for neglected or abused children. Because the judicial process is complex. And frightening for a child, an advocate will provide that child's voice in court and will offer the child support and encouragement and guidance all the way through the system to a safe and permanent home. Advocates. Likewise, the Holy Spirit is our advocate in a complex and sometimes frightening world even teaching us what to say and what to pray at very difficult moments. Sometimes, I think, the Spirit tells us what not to say and what not to pray at very difficult moments. But we only know if we're paying attention. A Sunday school teacher asked her class of preschoolers if they knew where God lives. One little boy raised his hand, and the teacher called on him. God lives in my bathroom. Confidently, he answers, why do you say, the teacher asks, God lives in your bathroom? Because every morning, my dad pounds on the bathroom door and says, Good Lord, are you still in there? Well does God live? It's not just a question for preschoolers. Jesus says, the father will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you you. Do you remember when you first fell in love with someone and the simple touch of that person sent an electrifying thrill through your whole body like plugging in a blender that was already turned on? Wow! Well, think of our connection with the Holy Spirit in a similar way. When we are connected with the Spirit, we are enlivened, we are energized, we are empowered, we are strengthened through this connection with God. Joe Guerrero wrote about her five-year-old daughter, Barbara, who had disobeyed her mom and been sent to her room. After the requisite amount of time, her mom went in to talk with Barbara about what she had done. Teary-eyed, she asked, why do we do wrong things, mommy? And her mom replied, sometimes the devil tells us to do something wrong and we listen to him. We need to listen to God instead. Barbara was still crying as she said, but God doesn't talk loud enough. Well, don't we agree? (laughs) God's voice is quieter, quieter than any other voice we hear. But it's always ready to speak with us through the Holy Spirit. Now, you may doubt me. You may doubt whether God's Holy Spirit is in you within you, and could speak to you or through you. But I'll warrant that it is when we make the effort to listen, we hear. And if we trust and follow what we hear, the results will empower and electrify our lives. Do you hunger for this manner of God's presence in your life? Do you hunger for a mentor and guide, an advocate, a comforter? We gather around the table for holy communion. This allows us the chance to invite the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of God, to satiate our hunger and guide us on a good path. We will gather around the table and I hope that we will gather gladly as our hymn invites us to do. Go ahead and turn to that hymn if you would. Number 419, All Who Hunger, Gather Gladly. And listen to the words as you sing them or as you listen to others sing them. They are a reminder of of our hunger for the Spirit of God to live within and through us. As we sing, we prepare for communion.